I've been trying to figure out what it is about jealousy that turns me on. And I don't know if there's like a clear answer. So let's get to it. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, grow up. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> True, that is. Okay. And you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guest today is the beautiful Queen Mo. 30 years old, married to a man who's 38 years old. I am so excited about this interview because I can't tell you how hard I've tried to find a cuck queen to talk to me. And look, although she's way over there in France. Uh, <laughs> so you, what you used, you were b born and raised in Canada? Yeah, I was born and raised just outside of Toronto. All right. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of swingers in Canada, huh? Yeah, I feel like, especially Toronto, it's a pretty liberal city. And now you're in France. And now I'm in France, yes, in the south of France. I've got so many questions for you. Can't wait. <laughs> so you're a cuck queen. For, for those who don't know, can you basically explain what that is? Yeah, a cuck queen is the female version of a cuckold. So basically it's an individual who enjoys watching or knowing about their partner having affairs. I'm doing air quotes because it's it's at the knowledge and the consent of that partner. Okay. Now, when did you realize that you were into this? Oh my gosh. It's so funny because even as a teenager, I had like little like hints of it, but unfortunately because I wasn't in the right relationships and never like fully came out. And in 2017 is when I moved to France with my French husband. We were living in Canada prior. We went to a strip joint together in Portugal and watching him watching the women, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Something's happening here. And then it just kind of grew and became more apparent to me what was happening. And that was before I actually knew what a cut queen was. Knowing that actually came later, but that's when like the initial kind of spark happened. Yeah. So before this though, were either you or your husband like in the lifestyle? Honestly, no. We, well, we enjoyed sex clubs. We like, we liked adult spaces because Toronto has still to this day our favorite sex club there's no obligation to swing that's not what the club is specifically about it's kind of for everybody with every desire fetish whatever and so other than that i was actually a really really jealous partner at the beginning of our relationship like hugely oh that's yeah. interesting because you gotta be just the opposite right yeah yeah this explains something that I've always wondered. For you to be a cuck queen, I would think that you have to get off on the jealousy. Yeah, and eventually it turned into that, but it definitely took some work. And I, I do believe for me specifically, the jealousy that happened at the beginning of our relationship, it was, it was really like it was intense for me. It was baggage from previous relationship. And luckily I was able to work through it. And now, yeah, the jealousy is part of the turn on, <laughs> which for some people who can't understand that I know sounds so weird, but it's actually really, I mean, it's exciting. It's really exciting. I imagine it's like the fire of jealousy, but positive, right? It's because jealousy is one of the most intense emotions anyone can feel, right? Yeah, it can be really, really hard. Absolutely. And for me, I've been trying to figure out what it is about jealousy 
that turns me on. And I don't know if there's like a clear answer, but because my husband and I have such so much trust, we speak of like everything's on the table. It's been that way since day one. The fear and the reason for jealousy, the the fear of being replaced or betrayed or all of this, I can sit in it without actually the fear of it actually happening because I trust him, if that makes sense. So I can enjoy the jealousy for what it is without actually dealing with the real fear of the potential betrayal or being replaced. Now, do you know other women who are like you? I've never actually met them in person, but I've had so many people reach out to me because as I'm learning, there's not, a, I mean, as you've said at the beginning, it's hard to find cut queens. And I don't think there's a lot of information out there yet. I've met women that are open. I've, wet, I've met s- swingers. I've met women that when I tell them I'm a cut queen, they're like, oh, I could be interested in that. That sounds hot. But to actually call themselves a cut queen or have had done it? No, I've never, I haven't met anybody yet. Okay. So, so far we've just, we've thrown out a lot of words and descriptions <laughs> and stuff, right? Let's talk about what you actually enjoy. Like yeah, okay. activity-wise, let's hear it. Okay. What does Queen Mo like? Okay. This is a big one. I would consider myself a voyeur cut queen. Cut queens come in so many different like shapes and forms and colors. And for example, I'm someone who likes to see my husband have sex with other people. And also if because of COVID and we haven't had been able to meet other people, we haven't been able to go to clubs, we haven't been able to socialize, except for online. Um, when we do have sex, even just him telling me stories from previous experiences he's had with previous partners can be hugely a turn on. I have a very vivid imagination <laughs> and I'm very visual. So those two things combined, I can be, yeah, it can it can work for me. Of course, the the ideal situation is to find partners who are they complement us like the cupcake I don't know if, if you've heard of the word cupcake I don't know if anybody if your listeners have heard of the word cupcake but it's basically the compatible partner in a cut queen dynamic it's it's the third it's the the mistress if you want to call her that <laughs> so that can that be then also the unicorn that everyone's searching for yes exactly yes okay so then let me ask you this because I mean they say that unicorns are hard to find. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cuck queens, I think, are even harder to find. Yeah. So then what makes you a cuck cake versus just a unicorn hooking up with a couple? For me, I think it depends on the person, how they identify or what they consider themselves. Um, also, as a cuck queen, if I bring in a third and it's specifically to watch them with my husband, um, I would consider them a cupcake. Also, a lot of the time from women that I've spoken to online or even just like learning about the the cuck dynamic, there is oftentimes an element of humiliation involved where the cuck cake or the bull in a cuck hold dynamic, the person who's having sex with um, the husband or wife, they are trying to humiliate the cuck queen or the cuck hold. Okay. I was just going to say, is Mm -hmm. the cuck cake the female bull? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, And then very often bulls are dominant. Yes. So are cut queens normally dominant? Cut dominant? queens or cut cakes, you mean? No, cut. Oh my gosh. I know. The words are so close. Are <laughs> cut queen No, are cut cakes yeah. normally dominant? I think in a lot of in a lot of dynamics, yes. I do think that that's like the traditional role, um but again like I said everyone's different. I personally um this is where we kind of get interesting and uh between my husband and I, we were BDSM practitioners. I'm submissive. He's dominant. 
Um, I, when a woman comes in, can be as more a switch, but I don't like hum- being humiliated by the cupcake. My husband, James, is the dom. And then the cupcake and I are kind of on like the same level regarding submission. Mm. So I think it really depends on what the people are looking for. But yeah, there have been women, for example, I had one woman reach out to me and she's very fit. And she's just like, I love being a cupcake and making the the cut queen feel like she's uh, less attractive than I am and like humiliate her in that way. And I was like, this is interesting. I'm not into it. Sorry. But then <laughs> I wish you luck for finding that person. Yeah. Okay. So like everything, there's a spectrum. Uh, yeah. And just, just like with a, a cuckold, same thing with you, mm-hmm. where there may be cup queens who are into the humiliation. In fact, we, we talked to one oh, nice. um, and she likes being told things, for instance, like you know, she's tighter than you are or what, whatever it is. And yeah. she gets off on it. Yeah. I find that so interesting. And I think that that's great. I think like for me, I just, sex is a spectrum. And even within those specific kinks or fetishes, it's a spectrum. And it's, yeah, it's really cool. And I would imagine just like anything, when you first get into it, you think you might like this. And then as you grow, right, then you really start, your freak flag really starts flying. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. My sexuality has developed. I've learned even just through like, cause the cut queen, the cut queen fantasy for me was like a gateway. It was like a gateway kink. <laughs> it opened my it opened my world to so many other things because when you're searching for that one thing, for example, going to adult spaces, um, now with that new mindset, it's like, oh, well, what else can we do? And and I do think that the cut queen um, in me, it's it is just a, a portion of my sexuality. Um, it's not the whole thing. Where I do think that there are some people where it's, they're very much exclusively that. Okay. Can you describe your first real cup queen experience? Yeah, for sure. Um, so it was in Rennes, France. This is like a very, um, it's student oriented. Like there's a huge young crowd. Like it's very like university students. We were walking down the street. There was a table of about like 10 to 12 young people and they called us over. So we sat and um, throughout the night, it's interesting because I never actually spoke to her. But I saw my husband speaking to her and watching them interact and seeing that they actually got along really well. I was like, oh, okay. And then, of course, I was having drinks, so got like (laughs) a little looser. I could see that she started becoming interested in me as well. And we went to, to a club and... I got her a drink and then I actually ended up kissing her. And then she's like, yeah, we need Had to you had experiences with women before? Um, before her, not really. I always knew I was interested. And I'm more like vibes over genitals. Like if I feel a connection with you and I know that we're vibing in that way, like it's great. <laughs> but we're not talking like the other vibes. Yeah. No. <laughs> <The> genitals. <laughs> and so we went back to her place. At first, I think that she wanted me to join in because I had kissed her. But then we all spoke about it and she was totally interested. And I just remember sitting back and watching uh, watching him go down on her, watching him play with her body, and then eventually fucking her. And I was like, okay, so this is what this feels like. And when we speak about jealousy, this was intense jealousy, but intense pleasure at the same time. Like I don't even know how to describe that melange of that <laughs> concoction, but it was really, really exciting. And I think, I mean, it felt like the whole, it was, it took hours 
but I think everything just went in slow motion and it was, it was freaking awesome. Were you, so you were aroused? I was super aroused. Yeah. But you didn't have a desire to jump in? I did a little bit, but I think that the, the, the pleasure of watching was just kind of overtook that. It's like watching, I don't even know how to explain. It's like watching a movie. Like I was so taken that I just didn't, I just kind of sat there and was like, okay. How much of that do you think was you trying to like watch and remember everything because you know you're going to go back and withdraw on this, right? Oh, for sure. It's going in the spank bank. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Take these with me (laughs) when I got some time alone. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So after they have sex, I mean, what is that moment like when you're done? Like when they're done, was it awkward? So after it was done, we had already had so many conversations leading up to it. And that's when I got in bed with them and lied with them. And it was, I was actually between both of them. And she, I think I was almost her aftercare. Hmm. So she, she like, kind of like leaned into me. I was her comfort in that moment, I guess, more than, than he was. And that was her choice. That was totally her choice. And, uh, and we saw her the next day at the same place. And she had told everybody that she had an amazing time. So we were like, okay, we did well. This is great. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so it was it was it was a good first experience. I think the communication really helped. What was it like being with your husband after this happened? Honestly, I spent I think forty eight hours in a, in a panic attack oh. because I um, I think it was all the messaging I'd we received like monogamy and and infidelity, and so I think all of a sudden I had this like unconscious bubbling of all these things telling me that what we did was wrong. There was, a, there was shame. I wasn't mad at him. It was almost like I was mad at myself for letting it happen. But then we sat and we talked about it. I'm a writer, so I journaled it out. Like I, tr- I just kind of went through the process of really trying to define what it was. And I think that it was just a matter of me working through all these preconceived ideas that I'd absorbed. And uh, after the 48 hours of anxiety, it, it was great. Was your husband at all kind of trepidatious about Okay, she says she wants this, but how can oh, I be? Yes. You know, human can be. <laughs> uh, especially having dealt with me at the beginning of our relationship, and the, I'm talking like the level of jealousy that oh, I you're reached. A green monster. Oh, huh? I was green I was monster. horrible, like at times. And he will today be like, if you could speak to the Queen Mo you were then, she'd be like, who are you? Right. And um, so yeah, when I told him for the first time, I want you to have sex with another woman, he was like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not happening. Not what are you trying to do to us? Like, and uh, and yeah, it's interesting because that's I I don't know if that's a conversation that a lot of people have. Again, the information about cuck queening is minimal, but then for the partner and them having a resource to figure it out is even even less. And so it's right. been interesting speaking to him because yeah, he struggled hard hard and it just took a lot and a lot of communication many arguments you guys survived them yeah we we're really strong we have a really good foundation and i think we go at it like we're on the same team and as and we don't want to harm the relationship if at any point it's going to cause any rift between it, like we stop and i think that's also been a really good understanding from the from the beginning is that this can stop at any time have you ever taken breaks absolutely yeah and i mean covid helped but <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, there were moments between um, that first time and then like the time after that where I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm, I, I just can't. And there were moments where he would try to do a lot of research on it. 
And then I'd be like, this is becoming your fantasy. It's not even my fantasy anymore. So it's a learning curve. Like it's just lots and lots of trial and error. Now, I also know that you, um, what is it that you call yourself? Are you a sex traveler? I call myself a sexy traveler because um, I tried using the word ethical sex tourism, but sex tourism has a lot of conversations. Yes, yes. And which I completely understand. So I call us sexy travelers because we love traveling just generally, but seeing adult spaces around the world. It's one of our favorite things, if not like our top priority. Okay. And uh, you got to explain what you actually do. So we travel to different countries to experience the most prestigious and luxurious sex clubs within that country. Um, oh. Somehow we both found each other on that and that's what we love. We've been to Toronto, we've been to Portugal, we've been to Prague recently, uh, France, And hopefully, I mean, now that everything's kind of opening back up, hopefully we'll go to more places. But we don't go into them thinking that we're going to hook up. We really just like passing the night. If But if something happens, something happens. You always have different people, different crowds, different, I don't know, desires. And it's just really interesting meeting people and being able to speak about that. And then if something fun happens, that's a whole bonus. When you as a couple go into a sex club, you being a cuck queen, I wonder if it's easier for you to find some action versus a cuckold relationship or or actually maybe not. If I'm being honest, we actually have never done it in a sex club. We've never fulfilled that fantasy in a sex club. But regarding that, I always think that it's easier for um, women to find sexual experiences. So for example, I think this is just me totally theorizing, but I think men don't have as much to risk in a lot of ways. So women, women are more guarded sexually um, and men are way more open for the sexual experiences. So I would assume that as a hot wife, which would be the wife of a cuckold, actually she could maybe find it more easily than me because my husband would be the one actually having sex with the woman. Right. Does that make sense? So really, yeah, it's like, like even like vanilla sex, same thing. There's a reason uh, yeah, why there's I, ladies' nights, right? I don't know if you've experienced sex clubs or not. <laughs> if you haven't. I haven't. People keep on telling me there. You've got to go and check them out. If you're ever in Toronto, look up the Oasis Aqua Lounge. It is phenomenal, and it's also a day spa. Like you don't go in feeling oh. like. And they have really strict rules about like people can't even look at you for a long period of time or they can get kicked out. Like they're really, really hardcore about making sure people are comfortable. So start there. (laughs) Have you been to any sex clubs in the United States that you like? Yeah. So we lived in Georgia for a year, actually. And we went to the trapeze. And that is a swingers club. And the good thing about that is when you enter the club, it's really like the nightclub. It's the dance floor. It's, it's, they have this beautiful buffet. Um, you can spend your entire night there and you wouldn't even know it's a sex club, except maybe some people are wearing less clothing than you would at a regular nightclub. But then when you go, or or it could be LA, same thing. Oh yeah. Me, me, I've never been to LA. I need to, I'm sure you guys have amazing sex clubs there. I'm sure of it. I don't know, but what (laughs) I'm finding out is that there are sex clubs like everywhere. You could be in the middle of nowhere and Mm -hmm. there's probably a sex club close by. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really amazing. It's it's Um, cool because it's a hidden community, but man, they are alive and well and they are going strong. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, you know, sometimes when I post, uh, first of all, Thank you so much for doing this on video and for being this open because most of my guests can't be open, right? Yeah. And um, I see my guests' faces. My listeners don't. Right. And there's still 
there's still a lot of people who don't believe that swingers can be attractive people. Yeah, it's an un- it's unfortunate. People really have a narrow view of most unconventional lifestyles, people are practitioners, because it's so not the case. Um, okay, so we've talked about your first experience. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward, you know, till when you're a little bit more experienced yes. in this realm. Like, yes. what have you done? But look at that smile on your face. <laughs> Tell me about that. Great memories. We met a, a woman at, it's, they're call, it's called a TNG party, which is called The Next Generation. And it's the next generation of BDSM practitioners or people oh. in the lifestyle. So these are people between 18 years old and 30 years old. Um, and there's this one woman that we'll call her Shelly. We met Shelly and um, she was one of the most open forward like people but her sexuality and her attraction to us she was also a submissive um she wanted to be submissive to both of us and so that was the first experience that i've had as a cuck queen watching my husband dominate another woman Mm. And so that was interesting and that was really cool. And I actually, I'm going to sound like a crazy person, but I was, I was tied to the, the chair because I was oh. like, we're both missing this time to the chair. I'll be forced to watch, you know? Um, and I remember laughing because I was so happy in You're that moment. I'm like that too. I was like, what is going on? Why am, this is not an appropriate time to be laughing, but they were so into their world. They didn't even notice. Okay. <laughs> You've got to tell me. What happened? Oh, gosh. So it started with um, karaoke, which is hilarious. And then we were drinking together. And then we went back to the apartment. And she basically just said, I'm I'm yours if you guys want me. And that kind of like handing over or like submission for my husband is like the top, like melting. So he told us both to go into the bedroom he told us to remove our clothes and put collars on. He stayed out. And when he was ready, he came in and he had, I believe, a leash, a whip, and just his black pants and, and black shoes. And he fastened me to the chair. He told me that I needed to stay there and watch them. And then he, he told her, told Shelly, to call him sir and gave her orders and yeah no no eventually... no 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 no, no. What? <laughs> what orders yeah what was he tell was he telling her to do things yeah like to go on her knees and undo his pants and then um to get on the bed to go on all fours and then he had sex with her in that position and doggy style. Eventually, though, in this situation, he did untie me and I did join in. But it was like a good 20 minutes before that. And so I had I had the full show and it was really, really exciting. Do you like anything now that you didn't think you'd like? <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah, I think I'm more a little more dominant than I thought that I'd ever be. Oh. Like I really at the beginning was like fully submissive and really thought that I would be submissive even even with women but I once there's another woman in the room I really definitely a little more dumb than I thought I would ever be okay so that means some so that means like like telling her what to do to your husband or yeah yeah absolutely and is it always just three people we have had experiences with others but it wasn't so much the cuck queen dynamic that's just been group sex or um 
Oh, just we're, oh, just group sex, you know, no big deal. <laughs> we're this is the thing, and this is why I said like the cut queen part of me isn't the whole part because we're really just we're very free, and as long as we meet the right people, anything can happen. Uh, let's go back to <laughs> to kind of your role when okay. when there's when there's a a play session. Okay. Okay, so you've never been penetrated by another man, but let's say so it's you, your husband, and the other woman. Yes. Um, so are you sometimes told to do stuff to that woman by your husband? Are you directed to do stuff at all? I, if I agree to it before, because there are uh-huh. some women that I don't want to be involved. But yes, so with the with Shelly, the second woman in New York, eventually there were a few orders. Um, it was more orders for her to do stuff to me, to be honest. Um, oh. So at some point she went down on me. And um, I think that, yeah, that was the extent of how much I was really involved with her. But yes, and I do think in the future there will be more orders <laughs> on both sides. Forward? Are you looking forward to these orders? Of course. Does hearing the order, does being told to do something to another woman by your husband turn you on? Yes, it does. I think that hearing the order for them to do something to him is more of a turn on. Do you have any fantasies that you, I mean, like what's, so what's your fantasies. fantasy? Oh my gosh. How would you feel watching your husband with like a bunch of women at the oh. same time? Oh man. <laughs> right? We've spoken about this, but oh. I like... This is like the Queen Mo part coming out. I picture me sitting in like a fucking throne and oh. like overseeing it. And there's like 10 women and he's oh. just doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And some are like in masks. And then just me oh. sitting there watching. Oh, yeah. I'm a freak about masks, about costumes, about role play. Like if it, if it was Halloween every day of the year, I don't, I'd get into some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that there are people who maybe think they might be a cuck queen because mm-hmm. you know how like the thought might be kind of exciting and interesting of course do you have any words of wisdom before they jump in yes two things always go as slow as the slower partner do not rush and also experiment slowly and what i mean by that what james and i did at the beginning is people watch talk about who you find attractive let your partner whoever the the if you're the cuck let your partner tell you who they find attractive and and pay attention. How do you feel? Have a porn date, watch porn together, Um, go online together, doing those few things and just paying attention how you feel. Yeah. I think that that's at least to start the best way forward. That's what we did. And it it worked. And you can follow her adventures at callofthequeen.com. That's spelled Q-U-A-N. She's also on Twitter at C-O-T-Q official. Next time on Consenting Adults, a Vietnamese vixen has herself an Asian cuck. It it turned out to be a highly embarrassing uh, thing for me too because I actually came before he did. So were you masturbating while you were watching? I was told not to. And like, I felt that- Charles, did you touch yourself? I did, Lena. (laughs) (laughs) That's next time on Consenting Adults.